0: Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast. I am Ashley and today I'm joined by Amanda and Laura. Yeah, we're going to be talking about everything from the first episode to where we are now. This is our season finale and we're so grateful that you've joined us on this journey over the last seven, eight weeks. It has been amazing. We've thoroughly enjoyed every episode and we hope you have too. So now we are just going to get into the conversation, have a chat with the girls. That's what today's episode is just basically about us talking about what is going on in the world right now, the season so far, and maybe sharing with you a little bit of what we have to come next. So yeah, let's get into it, girls. Hi, everyone.
1: Hey, I miss you guys. I know, I miss our conversations. I'm great. I'm excited for this episode.
2: Right, let's get into it. Right, so on today's episode, obviously, as Ashley has introduced, we are speaking about What a time to be black. So obviously you guys have seen um, a lot has happened in terms of the media, in terms of the Black Lives Matter. And we just want to celebrate blackness, to be honest. Um, And so in this conversation, we are going to be diving a little bit deep into that. Um, So you guys, I have a question. Do you feel like the brands or the actions they've taken kind of like represent diversity and inclusion or do you feel like it's a little bit of like a performative um, action that's been going on a little bit?
0: I think it depends who it is and it depends what you have been doing in the past. Some people just weren't doing anything till June 1st when that black square was going up. There was nothing. They were not responding to people making an effort to to raise awareness or to speak up. When things weren't going right, or when there was no representation, or when there was no effort on their part, there was no, we were not included. I don't know how to feel because making an effort, but is it genuine? I feel like it needs to feel genuine. You can sense when a company is not being genuine.
1: Um, to be honest with you, i I think I'm on the same boat as Ashley. Like I don't know how to feel about it, but I. I've noticed that there is performative activism and then there's genuine activism but I think there's also survival activism and what I mean by that is I'm noticing that brands that I have you know watched and loved for so many years like are going through extreme measures to kind of um put their support out there for black people and sometimes it looks as if and especially with the economy that we're in right now, it's it seems like a survival tactic, and I don't know whether that's a bad thing or a good thing. Because when I see the survival tactics, it's more of like they're going through the extreme <laughs> of the extreme, like donating, changing policies and whatnot. Like is I think any efforts towards being an an anti racist organization is good. So, like I'm here for like any, you know, contribution or change or like action I'm all for it however I can't tell like I can't decipher if it's performative survival or genuine like you just never know these days but I will accept like any action at all
0: yeah I think action is better than no action but at the same time it's really hard to um discern which when a company is being authentic um, when they're like truly apologetic about their past behavior and they're trying to change. I do accept any change. The reason why I think I, I want to agree with Laura on re- accepting any change because if it will make their life easier in that in that workplace, in that industry, but again, you never know till you're in that space uh, until you experience it. that's when you know when something is genuine or not. Because you could say something and do the opposite behind closed doors. We saw how easy it was for people to post a black square. However, their attitudes and their hearts, especially their hearts, are saying something different. It's easy to to perform. It's easy to do something because of the pressure of it. Because also you want to keep your customers. You want to show that you are for everybody.
2: Yeah, I definitely agree with you guys. Like, I think for me, like at first I was like, oh, um, you guys are just, you know, doing performative action and you don't really care about us. But then I also just thought like, well, what if this is their way of trying to right their wrongs? And sometimes in trying to right your wrongs, you may do the wrong things or you may say the wrong stuff and that kind of thing. And I think it's just important to kind of like continue trying to rectify your past mistakes and I, I know I've seen quite a lot of pages where like it just shows how before the Black Lives Matter um, movement they had like white women on their screens and all of a sudden it's like you see all these black women and you can kind of tell with the shift and it kind of almost looks fake because you're like will you guys keep this up kind of thing but I think what Laura said like with them trying like I think that can amount to something and hopefully it you know hopefully gets us to a place where we can actually feel included and not just like it being like a a diversity thing but um just going off of that actually um do you guys feel like there's a difference between diversity and inclusion Um, Like, what are your thoughts on the two? Do you think you can have diversity without inclusion and vice versa?
1: You know, I think there is a a difference because I've noticed, like, some campaigns, right, will have, you know, uh, let's say a beauty campaign will have a mixture of girls and one will be Asian, one will be black, one will be Latino, one will be white and but they're all light skin. I don't think I yeah you can get away with the diversity card but not the inclusion card because you haven't included dark skin, um girls so I think there is uh there is a, a difference like you can say that you're diverse but have only one note of that diversion instead of an inclusive you know variety of people to represent a beauty campaign just for an example. But yeah, I, I do see that there is a difference. Yeah, diversity
0: is yeah, it's the demographic like, that you have presented and the people that you have. So it's, I, well, I think it's, it's about bringing different people into the same environment. It's the methods and strategies that you use to bring those people together. So that is the difference between the two. And I think companies, they'll have one group represented and i think they feel like that's ticked the box that they've done it all however it's bringing everybody everybody no matter what you look no matter your age or where you come from your gender none of that matters so it's just about including everyone it's just the strategies that i use that are sometimes
2: questionable and not always great just to add on to what has already been said um I feel like th- with diversity, it's more about this is these are the people that you have. They're of different races, of, but they don't necessarily have the voice to be heard. So it's like they're in the room. However, that's where it stops. Whereas like with inclusion, it's like you actually have a voice at the table. You, you don't only really have the seat, but you also have the voice as well. And I think that's probably like the the two main differences that I think um I've seen but also I think it's important for us to have like a diversity in thought a lot of the times it's like oh um if you are the only black person in a company for example it's like oh you're representing all of us and it's like sometimes you're not your thought process is obviously going to be different to mine like just because we're both black doesn't mean that we are the same do you know what I mean and I feel like that's another important thing like just especially with brands as well like just having one black girl that you use for like all of your pictures is not enough there's so much diversity within us and I feel like that also needs to be like celebrated a a bit more and a bit better to be honest
0: yes and I think it's it's important to remember that your ethnicity is one aspect of your identity it's not your everything and it does not mean that you 100% agree with another person of that same ethnicity but I just want to say for inclusion to work yeah organizations need to overcome their unconscious biases and I think it makes it easier easier for them to to build a diverse team so I think tools that are that could be really useful so we did this as a family the test for to see your unconscious bias so it's good I don't know how I don't know if companies would do this but I think it's a it's an amazing tool it was created by somebody from Harvard University and it tests your your unconscious biases with race so it's whether you prefer black or white your preference whether you're likely to favor a certain race over another and i think if you are able to overcome that unconscious bias race bias i think that's when we'll be able to build a more diverse um, workforce
2: yeah, I definitely hear that. So do you guys feel like you've been inspired to kind of like create your own tables and also bring your own chairs? So do you think you've been inspired to to do so?
1: Um, Definitely. I think that, I don't know, I feel like maybe it's age or maybe it's just a realisation or maybe it's like the events of this year not only everything that happened in May slash June but also the economy and COVID-19. I think I'm being pushed to be more independent in my work and not just wait for an employer to kind of use my skills for their own gain but rather use my own skills for my own gain and work with talented people that I already know. So I think i'm starting to realize that you can do everything by yourself and like there's more control and more ironically there's more control and more freedom in being independent in how you work
0: i think yeah it is important to to start your own to create your own spaces and to create your own tables um whatever that looks like for you. I think it looks different for everybody depending on your industry, depending on your skills, depending on your experience. But I don't think that's a reason to limit you or to stop you from trying to make your own table. And I think I've seen that with just how people diversify in their careers. Whatever industry you work in, it's just how you branch out and how you decide to make that your own it's mostly about taking ownership of your current state and taking ownership of the position you're in right now and trying to maximize the opportunities available to you in the economic climate that we're in right now it it is so more important than ever for for us to reevaluate our financial situations we're seeing so many people losing jobs we're seeing so many companies shut down it is good to take initiative our own initiative and to create something that is stable and that belongs to you i remember in the episode with chloe she talked about ownership and having something that belongs to you something that you can pass on to your to your family down the line and that is so important right now because you're creating a legacy whereas when you're doing something that belongs to somebody else it's always going to be their name at the front. It's not going to be yours. That's why it's important to create your own table. And I've seen so many people doing this and I just, I feel inspired. And I think this is, this is a great example of that, the Redefine project.
2: Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I think it it fits in perfectly with my next question. Obviously with lockdown and everything else that has happened, around this time a lot of people have started businesses a lot of people have started platforms and they've kind of like created um avenues in which they could uh, monetize on their gifts and passions so um for those that have not necessarily done that or for those that have not necessarily found that thing that they are like you know what I see a future in this I see a potential in growing this um can you just speak on it like what would you say to those people that may be feeling a little bit down about themselves because everybody else is kind of excelling in what they've kind of, like, found and
1: started? Um, In all honesty, and as harsh as, as it may sound, like, we're not all meant to be business people. <laughs> like, I think the economy wouldn't thrive or, like, wouldn't move if, like, suddenly everyone had a business and, like, we wouldn't work under anybody. I feel like yeah you can take a hobby and make it a side hustle but not everybody is meant to do that and it's okay it's okay to excel in education and then go on to work under someone and contribute to your society in that way and it's okay for you to maybe um get out of that whole system and you know turn your side hustle into a real job but a steady income and that also contributes to society so I think if anybody's feeling down that they don't have a hair page or that they don't have like some sort of graphic design page like it's okay because what's for you is for you and that's it it sounds like the silliest like motto of life but it's true what's for you is for you
2: yeah 100% I think timing is so key you may be gifted in something but right now may not be the perfect time for you to do it Um, certain things have to align sometimes in order for you to excel at that thing that you're meant to do and I feel like sometimes when you rush the process and you're like right I need to do this tomorrow I need to do that I need to do that like you're not going to do it to the best of your ability because you're not like the timing is not aligned like and you have to be aligned with time in order for anything that you do to be um successful and I feel like maybe that's another element that we may kind of like miss out on what you were saying just made me think that for for a long long time
0: I was just um I was just talking doing a lot of talking and not started and I remember like I put this quote on my on my mood board and I always go back to it it says the way you get started is to quit talking and begin doing and I want to advice somebody who is just talking if that's you just get started start up I don't know how you start but take the first step start the company name start I don't know start talking to people seeing doing your market research start something because if you just talk or if you just play around with ideas in your head sometimes they're great they're really great but you'll never know because you've never tried that's my advice if if you're just talking yeah just go ahead and give yourself a chance
2: yeah a hundred um I think also just to touch on a point that Laura made a little bit earlier um about um not all of us having to kind of like feel like we should be um entrepreneurs and how we can excel in different ways. I think that's such an important statement because I feel like entrepreneurship is definitely being glorified. And I think one shouldn't be glorified over the other. Like I think people just need to find what is comfortable for them and what works for them. And I think that's an important point that I just wanted to highlight as well. But um, we've kind of talked about Um, brands we've kind of talked about what other people um, that are maybe not in our reach or perhaps some that are are doing or have done are there any like amazing things that you have seen that your friends have done or like the people around you or even like yourself personally um, in this time that you've thought like wow that is amazing or you're just proud of yourself for
0: Yeah, I just want to mention my friend who is she's a clinical psychologist for and she works with children and she's really been helping other people get into the industry. And she started this whole initiative where she helps other people get into the industry because it is really hard. And because it was from her observation and from her experience that not many people who who she studied with and people that she knew they didn't have jobs in the industry. They went on and moved on to doing something else. However, she's in the industry and she's helping other people get their foot through the door. I really appreciate that. And I really think it's amazing when you can open doors for other people and you can help other people get in. I think that's, it. you're just setting the path up for other people. I think that's really nice. And there's nothing better when
2: than when you can make life beautiful for other people as well. 100% I I'm just, I just want to shout out this meme I know I know <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, it basically said that um, putting someone on in terms of like a job at your work is not going to get you fired and I just thought this is it nothing true so I love what you've just said about your friend that is beautiful 100% I, do you know what I love
0: that because it's it's amazing because my I know someone who works in an industry where if you bring someone in, you get 5,000 pounds. I'm just saying, yeah, I I think it's a true quote that if you, that word for word is very true because if you help somebody else, you're not going to lose something. It just shows, especially if that person is of good character and you know them and they perform well in that position. You haven't just done one person a favor, you've done the company as well a favor. But also, I was gonna mention. Um, I think everyone who's speaking up, especially doctors, I've noticed a lot of doctors just talking about the mortality rates in in black people. How they they're just high, and people of color, they're really, really, really high, and it's it's just scary. Especially in the UK, you just i say especially in the uk because that's where we're living but i it's just scary that you're at the hands of doctors and somehow their their biases get in the way their racial biases get in the way and you don't get treated as well as other white females who are pregnant like why is that it, it's yeah it, it's it's a hard one and i think it's really worth talking about and I've seen so many people speaking up about it and sharing information on how you yourself as a mom or as, as a pregnant person how you can how you can respond when you feel that the treatment that you're getting in the hospital is not great just giving you information of how to respond and how to deal especially if you're in those circumstances because nobody tells you this and now it's just it feels like it's something new that I never knew existed especially in the last year or two.
2: Yeah, just to add one other thing in terms of like the medical side of things, um, I've also seen a lot of people doing a lot more research into how um, certain conditions present um, in terms of the symptoms in like black people and people of colour just in general, because like it's obviously different. Like with a white person, if they're not feeling well and they may have like a certain condition, maybe their face is, a bit more blue right like what does that actually look like on a black person do you know what I mean so I'm I'm really appreciating the kind of
1: research that has gone into that as well um what are your thoughts Laura yeah I just wanted to add on to that I think I've noticed in myself the change that I'm proud of is that I'm taking a lot more accountability and a lot more responsibility for my health um I've noticed that I find it more important for me to kind of research the benefits of food and how that could, and how certain food types can benefit my health. It's not something that's necessarily natural for me to do, but it's. I've seen that my mum and my sister can easily do that and they take such a huge interest in seeing the benefits of foods and spices and herbs and whatnot. And that's really helped me, like, become more accountable for my health and more responsible in how I um, look after myself. I think, yeah, this year, not only with, like, everything that's happened, but it's just made me more aware. And I saw this um, Zimbabwean guy that created a booklet called Mind the Gap, which is a handbook of clinical signs in black and brown skin so he was studying medicine and, what's his name, Mukwende, he was studying medicine and he noticed that when they were being taught, that they were being taught, you know, skin diseases and how things appear on white skin and when it came to black skin, things are not always resented the same on our skin or brown skin as white skin and he made a handbook for doctors like a s- whole student made a handbook for doctors to start using and I thought that was kind of amazing and ridiculous at the same time is that we have to go out of our way as you know citizens to fight for the health care that we deserve and I've noticed that in my own personal experiences that I've had to do the same and now many people are doing the same and it's not fair but it's also it's great that we've come to a point where we where we're taking responsibility, and I can see that in myself and yeah that's I think that's one thing I'm proud of is that I'm taking more responsibility this year uh can we just shout out to
0: the pull out for change like campaign? How amazing has it been i I'm just thinking just how they have held brands and corporations accountable. I think it's amazing, it has been amazing, and I was also thinking of. There's people who stand out, Vogue, British Vogue. Guys, they're leading the way. They're leading the path for other magazines. They're doing what what has never been done. When have we ever had a, a Vogue cover with somebody who looks like you and me, who is not a supermodel or a celebrity of some sort? I think it's just been amazing. Lewis Hamilton, F1, and he, everyone taking the knee I just think it's it's an example of if you are at the top in your organization, if you're in a position of power and you you're in a position to influence the culture of the environment that you're in, please do it, please make a change and um and make sure that we set the level for equality so high so that everybody treated very much equal.
2: I love that. Yeah, definitely. So, even the support actually. You guys, we've had a lot of support in this, and I think that in itself is just testament. We also had um six amazing guests, including our very own Ashley, um who shared um a lot of wisdom um over the the course of these 8 weeks um in our episodes. And I just Can you guys just pick out some of your favorite lines, you know, just shout them out? Um, Because I feel like we've really learned a lot um, about certain industries that we've not really been familiar with. And also some of our very own ideologies have been challenged and things of that nature. So, um, yeah, I just what have you guys learned in this in this time?
1: Um, yeah, the episode that struck a chord with me was the episode with our guest host, Gemma. She said something that not only struck a chord with me but with most people that had listened to the episode. She mentioned that um, when you get hired in certain um, jobs, they expect you to be skilled in one area. When when you're trying to um, excel to an, the next level jobs will ask you if you have a number of skills that your job before didn't teach you and what you have to take into your own hands is acquiring different skills beyond your job title and I thought that was quite amazing because it it struck a chord with me in a different way. I thought to myself wow okay I could get hired for a job and then be limited to do something or I can start my own thing and then explore different avenues within that thing. It was just so helpful to hear. Yeah, Wallace's episode was, like, really good. It was, like, an insight of how you could be practical to be a pro-black person and how you can use volunteering to do that. I really enjoyed that perspective. The
0: episode with Retenda was good because I think, especially in that moment, because it was beginning of July... And it was at a time when everything was a bit, it felt intense. And I think now again, it's become intense again. And we knew that the moment of, you know, the calm before the storm, it wasn't going to last long. And it's never going to last long when you're a black person. But it was just, she gave tools on how to deal with everything. She was giving tools on how to deal with you and taking responsibility and accountability of your mental health and yeah I really enjoyed that and I think also going back going to the episode with Gemma as well it was just how you can take responsibility of your professional development it is in your hands essentially because companies would provide you with a job but in this time, they want you just to work on this. They want your eyes focused on this. However, if you want to diversify later on in life and you want to progress, it is your responsibility to take on, um, to take that initiative to research the industry, look at and see what else is available for you. Because you're not limited to the first to what you were taught in university. There is more to your course. And I enjoyed every bit of the episode with Solomon because it related to me. I could relate to everything he was saying. Um, even if you were n- you're not coming from an accountant's ba- ba- background or you want to do, or even if you don't want to do quantity surveying, he gave the tools and information on how to land your graduate job and just his experience. I think it'll help many people. And I hope that it'll help Others as well feel like they can, they too can get the job. That if if I can do it, you can do it too, and that's the attitude that I feel like we should all take on. With the volunteering episode, I really enjoyed that. It's it's constantly a conversation that we have within in within our household and with our family and friends. Just how what to do, how you volunteer, and opportunities that are out there. And we we'll us discuss something that I I hope if you are listening that you heard it and that you will, you too will go out and listen and find opportunities to help others and to look outside of your yourself and your needs and to use the skills that you you've you've got from high school from university from college from work wherever you are in your life there's always opportunities for you to volunteer and volunteering looks different for everybody use your your skills your interests, your passion and utilize everything that you've got and use those skills to help others I hope that will be able to help other people yeah
2: yeah um. I think if I was to just like summarize each episode I guess I would say that um with the episode with Rotendo, I think what really struck out was loving yourself um and accepting yourself and also Understanding how to love other people better, um like I really liked what she said about thanking people for sharing with us some of the things that people share with us because it's not always an easy thing to do right um that really stood out for me um with Wallace, I honestly think that the one word that comes to mind is bravery like I think um activism is in every is not everything right, and like we can really be activists in different ways. And I just love that volunteering is a great tool in which you can do that. And I think it also gave insight as to what we can do um, that can kind of like be a catalyst for change. Because it's one thing to complain about things, but to do nothing about it is quite quite offensive. Um, With Solomon's episode, I think what kind of stood out for me was just the fact that like i think sometimes you're force yourself to like knowing what you want to do like he kind of mentioned that um he didn't really want to stay in like accounting and finance in a sense um and then so he just like found another route to kind of stay within that but like not do exactly what an accountant does and i think um people are allowed to change their minds and i feel like once we open our Hearts and minds to that than,
1: you know, world of endless possibilities. <laughs> it was the how to finesse your degree episode. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, and then obviously with Chloe, I think what really stood out to me was um when she said that um your your desires won't lead you to like living your worst life. So I just thought that was very like affirming because like sometimes you may question some of the things that you want to do in your life and you're like oh is that gonna make sense is that gonna work is that not and you doubt yourself a lot but it's like it's not gonna lead you to um a place where where you're completely lost and with Gemma I think like what you guys said about being multifaceted and having an interest in other things and like exploring those things a little bit more. And right now, I think I'm in a season where I'm learning to to ask different people, people that aren't just doing what I do directly, but like or people that are in my teams. I'm learning to ask people that are in other teams, so they can teach me things that are a little bit different, so that it helps with my with my role in a sense. So I thought that was amazing, and obviously with our own Ashley. Um, I I really loved what you said about the fact that we shouldn't we shouldn't be limited by certain thoughts or feelings. Um, uh, especially when you touched on imposter syndrome and how sometimes that can be very um limiting. So just like encouraging us to like just speak out, be the voice of reason, um, and just like reclaim our our stance. Just know that, like, when I when I walk in there, I walk in with my expertise and I know what I'm doing. And that's on that. Like, we're not questioning it. <laughs> that's what's happening and that's what's up. So I definitely loved that. Um, it's been great, you guys. It's been great. Um, so I think that pretty much sums up our eight weeks,
1: right? Have I missed anything? Um, no, I think that's it. Like, we've had the most eventful informative amazing 8 weeks just through this podcast thank you to all our guests for coming on to the podcast you guys have been amazing empowering um so many people to take action with how they want to move forward in their careers and also imparting some wisdom on us as well like as your hosts and as the people who are the hosts of this podcast we've also done some learning and i'm sure our listeners have too so Thank you again to all our guest hosts.
0: Oh yeah, we'll be coming back bigger and better season few. Wait for it. We'll announce on our Instagram when we'll be back. But yeah, we'll be back with so much more. There's so many exciting things to come.
1: Wow, we have come to the end of another episode and not just any episode, but the season finale. Thank you so much to all our listeners for joining us in our first season To listen to the full season, yes the entire season, check your streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify and many more with the search The Redefined Pod. For more information follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages at The Redefined Project where we will post all the resources listed by our guests as well as more great content. Let us know if you want us to make a Twitter actually, that would be really fun, or any other platform. We have been your hosts Laura, Amanda and Ashley and this has been The Redefine Pod. What are you redefining?